Welcome back, Clocks on the Stove podcast number two. Me, Grayson Fisher, co-podcast host, Meech, Roland Forster. Here to talk a little bit about uh, FCS playoffs, a little North Dakota State upset, and a little bit of uh, draft, you know, and anything else in between or outside of that that's to do with sports right now. Meech, how are we doing today? Doing all right. Living the dream. Living the dream. Still repping so, North Dakota State. Yeah, so I was looking at uh, – I was doing some research, right, because, you know, North Dakota State is considered one of the greatest – not even considered, is one of the greatest football programs of all time, dynasty-wise. Without a doubt, unarguable. I don't care if you say they're FCS or not. They're a dynasty program. So since 2011, they have won eight out of nine FCS national titles. The only one they didn't make is when they lost to James Madison in the semifinals in 2016. James Madison ended up defeating Youngstown State in that final. But from 2011 to 2019, they've been in every single one but one. And now, too, because they just lost this weekend to Sam Houston State. I actually know a couple of people that go to Sam Houston State. Shout yeah. out. Uh, yeah. They're serious about full but I mean, North Dakota, it's about time they freaking lose, you know? Yeah, but see, this is the thing. Like, so we're going to talk about North Dakota. It's I feel like what hurt them the most was that this season was in the spring and not in the fall. Because they lost Trey Lance. They lost a couple offensive linemen. You know, they are playing with guys that, that weren't supposed to start for them if it wasn't for COVID, and the season got moved to the spring. You yeah, know, and obviously like- – I mean, that's obviously the same scenario for everyone, but the players that are at North Dakota State impact them, I feel like, more than any other program. Yeah, but they're the freaking – they're more of a powerhouse in Alabama and the FCS. First of all, they should not be playing in the FCS. I agree. Like, I agree. if they moved up – They'd probably be like, a, I, I, you know, they would destroy the Mountain West Conference. Yeah, I think if you, you think, them, I think if you put them in in FBS, like Division One, Division One, I, I think that at their worst, they're a top twenty five team, and at their best, they they're cracking nah. fifteen. No way, no way. You don't think let's take FA, let's take FAU for program. instance. You don't think no. North Dakota State would be a ranked program? No way. The level of football of FCS to FBS is way different. Way different. I'm not saying they would be bad. But they've beaten a ranked – they beat a number 12 Iowa team like four years ago. They've beaten at Iowa. They've beaten they a ranked be... team in the Power Five. And if you move up to FBS, they're going to get better players. The only reason their players aren't as good as other guys right now is because they're FCS. Yeah, so that's hard to say. I'm not saying – yeah, I'm saying they could be ranked. Dude, I think they're a consistently ranked program if they come up. So I think why are they a- playing in the FCS? Dude, there's so many things that go involved with it. First of all, if they go up, Why? That, there's it's money, it's the the conference they're in. You sign the contracts, and it wouldn't just affect football. The whole school would have to go up. You know, there's so many factors other than just success in football. Yeah, but teams move conferences all the time. Look at UConn; they've been in the American, then they drop their football team, then they're like, we don't want to play because of COVID, and then they move their basketball team to the Big East. So, no, but see, but look, I, but look, but look they just want to win every single game. They got to step up and come play the big dog. At least move to the Mountain West. Yeah, I, I would really like that, by the way. Them in the Mountain West. A little Even angry. if they went to the Mountain West, they wouldn't win every year. No, uh, I mean, you got Boise State's in there. They're solid. Nevada's hit or miss sometimes. Utah State's pretty good. You play BYU. You're going to play Utah. BYU. Yeah. Shout out Zach Wilson. J E T S. That'd be that'd be Zach big. Wilson. What do you think? What do you what are your personal opinions on the spring FCS season? Like what do you what do you think about it? Uh I 
I'm just glad they got to play. Shout yes, out, uh, shout out, Sacred Heart. From they got from, fucking demolished. From a from a viewer standpoint, like someone that loves football and wants year round football, I love it because it's high level football that's year round. There's playoffs. You get the call. Yeah, they should do it. They should do that every year. No, but see, this, then the downfall of it is for the athletes, bro. Like they're like you're miss all these guys are missing a season and they're had to skip because of COVID to go to the draft. You know, and at the same time, is you're losing these opportunities to play the FBS programs too because they're playing in the fall. That's true. You know, and yeah, there's a down, there's a downfall, but 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 who likes to watch an FBS team just smash on like Moorshead State, like Alabama playing them week one? Like I hate that. I hate no, I, no, I completely agree. But so also, they should have two separate seasons anyway. Nah, spring dude, and the also fall. games where it's like JMU versus uh, NC State. That's a fire game. North Dakota State versus an Oregon or something. That's a fire game. That's a game yeah, but most of the games are Alcorn State at I Alabama, agree. and then but, they get run up no, eighty-five no, to nothing. I agree, but if you're a prospect, right? I'm a say I'm a prospect. I'm not. I'm not FBS level. I'm an FCS level prospect. I'm getting recruited. I'm getting recruited to Alcorn State, right? I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if I want to play at Alcorn State. Like, I don't really know. Well, you're guaranteed playing Alabama and Ole Miss every year. You you do well in that game. Yeah, and you're, you're gonna look you're like a draft shit. Stock. It doesn't matter about your team. I'm talking about as an individual athlete. You get, a, yeah, you get an that's, opportunity to play that. That's a recruiting factor, and that's also a yeah. Draft, and what you're going to get locked down factor. for two catches and 14 yards, and your team's going to lose by 60. How's that good tape? I don't care. Well, I don't care who you are. If you're on Alcorn State and you're going to Death Valley to play LSU, and you're a lineman and you're facing any of them, I don't care if you're as good as them. Your whole team's going to make you look bad. I don't care if you don't nah, give up a nah. sack. Look at the Wisconsin Whitewater offensive lineman. He balled Who? out. The Wisconsin Whitewater lineman. Oh, oh, the, the guy with the fucking huge stomach. <laughs> Whose picture was on Twitter. Like, he, he is a lineman, and he also was a D3 offensive lineman who got drafted in the third round by the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I don't know what they feed them boys up in Wisconsin. Yeah, like the they, Big they Ten feed them country. something. I don't butter. know if it's in the milk or it's probably the cheese. It's the dairy. It's yeah, the, it's the beer, yeah. the cheese, yeah, they the just, fucking bread. They just drinking beer at 12 and eating cows at 13, bro. I'm telling They're you. They're just big German big savages. Beer. Well, dude, that's why Russell Wilson wanted to play at UW when he grad transferred because they – um, I actually went on a, a UW football camp when I was a freshman, and they were telling us the story that when they scheduled Russell Wilson's visit – they purposely scheduled his his weight room visit at the same time the offensive lineman worked out. And he walked in. He's like, they're all 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, only allowed three sacks the year before. He's like, you know, Russell Wilson's a six-foot quarterback. He's like, yeah, I I would be okay with these guys protecting me, you know? Why did Russ transfer from NC State? You know he played with throw God over there? Yeah, he did. But, dude, why why would you stay at NC State? He went to, he went to Wisconsin. They won a Big Ten championship and played in the Rose Bowl. And it up to yeah, draft. Like, I feel like NC State and Wisconsin, if you're good, it's kind of the same thing. It's not, no, it's not, bro. No, it's not. No, it's not. I can't what is stand NC State watching done? Big Ten football. What has NC State done since we've been alive? What have they done? They haven't been they've to a been big, ranked a few they times. They haven't been to an ACC championship. They're, once, yeah, but they're always competitive. One time, not one time. Not one time. They're always they're sometimes ranked. I'm just saying you're in the Wisconsin is consistently in the Big Ten championship, and they've won it multiple times within the last ten years. I'm not. And they okay. produce draft prospects. Name one kid. Wisconsin's a better program. That's why you're sure. 
But I'm asking like the real reason why. Like he was that good. But why? Uh, why was he only a third round grade? Like coming out, he's he was six foot, bro. Six foot. I thought he was drafted later than the third. I thought he was fourth round. Third, I think. Yeah. Either way, either way, from that to freaking MVP and and Super Bowl, that's. You know how funny these uh, these draft like how they oh Mel Kuyper Jr. gives the Jets an A minus on their draft class. I saw one thing from the Seahawks when they drafted Russell Wilson. They got like a D minus. You know who's in that class? Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson, and I think Shaq Griffin or not Shaq Griffin. Uh, Shaquem. Yeah, Shaq Griffin. Shaquem Griffin. No, no, not Shaquem. No, Shaq. The one without the hand is is, is the one with the hand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one. <laughs> that, one. The, that one. I think the the one hand homeboy still plays special teams on yeah, the Seahawks. Yeah, cool. You play with him in Madden, you're just running one handed down the field <laughs> on kickoff. One handed picks and tackles. <laughs> like you think he's actually that good, or Dude, like no, you feel bad for him? No, no, because you have to be. You regardless, if you feel bad for him enough, he's good enough to be in the NFL. That's crazy. That's insane. If insane. that dude can play. Jason Pierre-Paul has, like, two fingers. Yeah. Insane. He blew his shit up with Bro, uh, but fireworks. have you watched the videos of the – because, you know, they're they're local boys to me. They're from Lakewood, which is in which is 45 minutes away from me. It's in the area. With, my high school played them the same region. Yeah, they're sport. UCF dogs. Where's both of them? Yeah, but um, what's it called? In high school, they were like – their dad was like, yo, y'all need to start getting bigger if you want to play D1. Like, you guys are too small. But the one without the hand, he couldn't, he couldn't do half the workouts. So his dad manually made a thing to hold his arm in so he could bench press and squat and everything, and they did it in their garage. And then when they went to UCF, the UCF, like, engineering students made, like, actual things for him to work out with so he could do every workout like no one else. He just strapped it into his arm, and he could bench press, and he could squat, and he could do all this stuff. It's crazy. What? Crazy. That is crazy. crazy. That's commitment right there. That makes make the – yeah, that's what, that kid deserves everything he has. He earned everything he has. He deserves. And he's it all. also just a complete athlete. Yeah, and he's a really good person. I've heard too. He's a very humble, humble guy. I I think it's so crazy how many former players' sons make it to the league, just because they have access to the best. Do you think it's all genetics, or is it a mix of their genetics and their access to the best? You know, they have connections. They have the best programs, the best trainers, like. Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah. Like, I feel like Asante Samuel just played in the league. What do you have a kid at 16? Probably, bro. Like, I feel like he just was playing for the <laughs> Eagles last year. My my opinion, so my dad and I talk about this a lot. I feel like if you're the son of a star, it's, there's not there's only two routes you can go. There's no in between. You're either awful or you're amazing because they're going to give you all the resources over anybody else in the entire world. And you're going to have all the connections, but you don't have that hunger your dad had. You know, Asante Samuel Jr., yeah. he came up with the money His de- versus his dad had nothing. You know, he was living in nothing. He had no way out versus these other yeah. kids. They're getting all the top-notch coaching and they're getting all that stuff, but they don't have a why. You know, they're not coming from nothing. They're not coming like – there's guys that have nothing else. Like, they have football as their only way out. Asante Samuel Jr. didn't have that. You know, and I'm not, I'm not trying to target him individually. I'm just using him as an example because that's who we brought up. Yeah, yeah. That's what it usually is. And I went to private school my whole life. I played with – former NFL players, sons, former this, former that, all these guys in Tampa that are rich and their kids go places. And it's literally that. They're either disgusting because they know so much and they're, they're like in a lab with their dad or they don't care. They just ride their dad's fame. They know they have the money. Like, 
and, and that's the that's the problem with sports dude is like you can have everything but you can't force someone to want to be great that's something that's within you you can't coach that it's not coachable yeah like up here in connecticut so like connecticut like the connecticut everyone knows it's all the rich it's called fairfield county it's like a new york city suburb and they had I don't know if you remember, there's this quarterback that was 13 that had all these offers from Alabama. He's like 18 now. I think he plays at some like D1 AA school. But that's the same thing. Like you go to those rich schools and they're just disgusting in the state. And then you have like the town I grew up in, which is just like the suburbs. And it's just the kids from the neighborhood with fucking 80s pads and like yeah, yeah. shit like that. Just throw it on at the public school and just get smacked and we have to go play these prep schools in Connecticut who have like legit players. And I don't know if they do this in Florida, but up here don't like reclassify and like play another year. In at, high school? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they do high school. Yeah. If you go to a prep school, they have like, Oh Northeast yeah. Yeah. Prep okay. School. So that's not a thing here. Unless you go to an academy, but I do know uh, a bunch of schools up here. It's a prep year. It's like an in-between college and high school year. I know a lot yeah. of people do that for wrestling, like at Blair Academy and uh, Wyoming Seminary and, and schools like that. Those I think there. if you're not good enough coming out of high school, and what, like what's one more you're going to do at a prep school? You're going to go to, what, Sacred Heart? I mean, well, like, oh, I, I don't example, know. I just never understood uh, people that play – no offense to D3 sports players. I respect the hustle. I just never understood it because I had a lot of friends that were like you know okay and like they played d3 football till their senior year just to like you know play one year well i feel like the sport itself also matters because if you look at basketball if you're basketball and wrestling i like to relate a lot to when it comes to recruiting dude you only get nine scholarships for 30 kids in wrestling that's it so like a lot of kids go the d3 route yeah d1 so a lot of kids go the d3 route because it's on, there's no scholarship. It's all academic. And the problem is, dude, there's only, like, what, 55 Division One wrestling programs? And I think I'm reaching with right there. So, like, going – it? Yeah, going – if you, like, in the wrestling community and in the basketball, because my best friend, uh, he's a basketball player too, if you play in college, you are respected. Because it's not like football where there's 100 guys a roster, 80 scholars. It's not like that. It's if you make it, you make it. Like, if you're a D3 national champion and wrestler, D1 guys respect you. Like, that's how it is. Yeah, Versus yeah, yeah. in football – there's a hundred guys on on hundred and twenty one teams. Eighty of them are on full scholarship, so it's a yeah. lot. It's different. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying like D three guys aren't aren't anything. We just talked about a D three lineman going, getting drafted in the third round, but I feel like the op, the, dude, it's point zero zero one percent of high school wrestlers wrestle in college. It's like what almost four or five percent football go to play in college. Nah, not that high. No way. No way. Because it's think higher, about it. There's though. still there's still fifty guys on each high school team. And there's only what 10, 15 wrestlers. Sorry, I'm, no, wrestling I'm not talking squad. division one, I'm talking about overall. Overall, <clears throat> overall of all divisions, this is on NCAA.org, April 8th, 2020. 7.3% of high school football players play in college. 7.3%. Really? Yeah, 7.3. Damn, that sucks. With <laughs> wrestling, with wrestling. With wrestling at three percent, division one one percent, division two point eight percent, division three one point two percent. Participants they don't really of high do school, division two. Listen to this: participants of high school football, one million six thousand thirteen. 
Participants of high school wrestling, 240,000. Completely, like, that's what I'm saying. If you make that, it's, well, yeah, it's marginal. It's well, yeah, you need more players to play football. That's what I'm, yeah, no, I agree. I agree, but that's why it's also easier for kids. Like, I, I never played baseball. My dad played baseball. I went to Jesuit High School, best baseball program in the country every year for high school baseball. And I was told, like, you can anybody can play D3 in baseball. Like, it's just, like, anybody can do it. Like, there's a kid at my high school that never even made the varsity team, and he signed an NLI to a D3 school for baseball. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's the same thing with football. Like, anyone – our team – okay, my senior year, my team went one and nine. And there were kids that were legit trash, trash, that played D3. And, you know, just were bodies. Yeah, but Western Connecticut State. Yeah, yeah, but it depends where you go. If you're going to Mount Union or Wisconsin Whitewater, you're not a D3 football player. Yeah, you're, there's you're a legitimate football player that whose opportunities well, or something happened caused you to go there. That's they the thing. Yeah, because there's so many different. There's so many D3 schools. Yeah. Well, and the thing what is, I don't understand. There, there's like it, barely okay. any D2 schools. Well, okay, so I'm gonna explain it to you as, as an athlete that's getting recruited. The reason for that is due to scholarship limit. So D1 has the most, obviously, and then D2 is very, very small. That's why a lot of kids don't go D2. They go D3 because there's no athletic scholarship in D3. They can give out everyone 100% academic scholarship, and you're good. There's no cap. That's, what, that's the thing. So I never understood why there's D2 because – okay, so I'm going to just break down Connecticut. So Central Connecticut's the D1 AA. Then we have Southern Connecticut. They're D2. And we have Western Connecticut, they're D3. So, yeah, but it, it has never, to do with like population, funding, um, conference. Like, there's a lot of factors. It's not just about skill. Like, there's a lot of factors that come into play, come into play with it. And it's not necessarily D2 schools are better than D3 most not of the time. All. Like, a lot yeah, of D, hell no. Bro, Mount Union and, and Wisconsin Whitewater would run D2 football, they would run it. They would yeah, be in the playoffs consistently every year. Like they have pro days. They have guys getting drafted, you know, but it has to do with scholarship amount, uh, availability. Like there's no, I can't even think of a D2 program. No, excuse me. Uh, university. I think D2 can give out scholarships. For yes, but it's, it's really small. The, the cap they have is super, super yeah. tiny. So like if you're my head so, coach, my head coach was, he played at UConn D1 and then, uh, transfer to Southern. I know damn well he had a scholarship. Yeah, but the problem is, is you go to D1, and like everything I'm saying is based off based off wrestling and, and the little I know from my friends that played big in college football. But you go to D1, it's full ride, full ride, full ride. Well, you have 80 full scholarships for 100 guys. Say you only get 50 full scholarships in D2. This is all, by the way, this, none of this is factual. I don't know the amount of numbers for D2. Say you only get 50 or 45 for D2. You're not going to waste 45 full rides. You're going to waste 80 half rides. You know what I'm saying? And for a kid oh, that yeah. can't afford it, but, but then they have the academic scholarship. But, and but the, in, in in college, you have to have a certain GPA to get an academic scholarship based on the school and based on the division. D three has the lowest academic scholarship requirement, and they also don't have money for athletic scholarships. So everyone there could be on academic. Yeah, so yeah. So it gives yeah, kids yeah. that don't that aren't very rich and don't come from a lot. They can't afford to pay half percent to play football D two. They'd rather go D three where they can get everything paid for. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's why skill it's sometimes still, is diverse. It's like it's, it's sprinkled out everywhere. Yeah. That's why like in wrestling, uh, bro, if you win an NAI national title, you are legit. You are very legit. 
because the, the NAI has no scholarship cap. So it's a bunch of kids that failed out in D1. Was that junior college? No, it's 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 like the lowest like form of – it's like what a Southeastern University is. You ever heard of them? SEU 5? Yes. Yeah, or like Life College. They have no cap on scholarship. So like their rosters are like kids that are either like weren't good enough to wrestle at D1 schools or kids that were at D1 schools but like failed out, party too much, weren't as good enough to start make the roster. So like if you win an NAIA national title, you're beating D1 kids in wrestling. Like, you're beating D1 caliber kids. That's why it's so respected. And, you know, even in football. Yo, speaking of kids getting kicked out of school, where the hell is Chris Robeson? Yeah, dude. Who knows, man? I think he transferred somewhere. No, I think he got kicked out. I think they told him, like, you got to go. Like, the NCAA? Yeah. No, no, no. FAU. Oh, yeah. No, he's done at FAU, but I think he transferred somewhere. So, last thing I checked, he was – dismissed from FAU and there's a video on the local news wherever he's from uh dude I'm like I used to like go to the bar with him sometimes dude no no dude he's still not on a he's not on a he's not on a team or anything yeah I mean I think he tried for the draft former FAU quarterback is now focusing on his attention on on the CFL and starting his professional career my really yeah Dude, the kid, like, look, like, I right, look, I've heard a lot. I've never personally met him, but as anyone that went to FAU knows, doesn't have a good rep. Not a lot of people like him. But I mean, he was just like literally just a cocky ass quarterback. Yeah, yeah. But he, dude, and he, he, he's like a punk. When it came to skill, though, that kid could hoop, bro. He was nice. That kid could play bro, football. Bro, he started at Oklahoma. Yeah, that kid could play football. He partied too sure. much. That was too much. Yeah, and he was arrogant. He had a mouth on him, you know? He was like, uh, he wanted to be Johnny Manziel. Bro, but he, he really, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty damn sure his last year at FAU, he led the conference in passing yards and touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. The kid could, the kid could ball, bro. He'll probably, uh, he'll probably get on the CFL. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably get like a, he'll probably get like a little, like a really small little contract in the CFL. I think this was before uh, you were even at FAU. Definitely, yeah. It was like my freshman year. We had uh, Jeff Driscoll's brother, and he was pretty nice. And uh, he was, like, better than Jeff Driscoll. And then he just, like, retired from football. <laughs> like he just – he was the quarterback at FAU with uh, Devin Singletary. It was his breakout year. And then he was just like, yeah, I'm going to focus on, like, engineering. Like, he could have probably played in the NFL. I'm yeah, like, but there's so, many, there's so many factors that go into that, dude. Like, when I was younger, it was like, hey, why wouldn't you want to play in the NFL? Blah, blah, blah. Why, like, but, dude, there's, like – CTE, money, like love, burnt out. Like, bro, people burn out of sports. It's part of, like, when you're a little kid and you've been grinding your whole life and you know nothing, like, all you know is football, you get kind of tired of it, you know? That's for every sport. Yeah, but I'm saying, dude, you're like a junior in college. You got one year. You might as well fucking yeah, bro, take what a if stab someone, at it. Yeah, but what if there was, like, a family issue or, like, money? Like, you never – dude, there's so many It wasn't factors. because his brother's in the NFL. Like, he just wanted – he retired just strictly because he was – trying to focus on his academic which i respect oh yeah good like, for him bro what you're gonna down talk but like that that's always waiting for you after yeah. your two-year nfl i agree stint. yeah after you make a couple hundred thousand maybe maybe break a million you're that's gonna be there for you for sure that's gonna be there let's look him up i think he was jason school was his name oh we need we need sponsors man i need new equipment yeah jason My computer's Driscoll, not working actually a uh, operations manager for uh for a restaurant in Boca Raton. 
according to his LinkedIn. <laughs> on his LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Dude, let's get Throw God on here next week. You think he'll come on? I wish. I wish it was that easy. I'll hit him up. Um, let's talk about uh, the draft, though. What were some things you liked, some things you didn't like, some things that just happened that you felt um, – I, I can go first if you'd like. I got a couple things. I just thought it was predictable. Yeah, go first. Um, I think the biggest concern for me this draft was the opt-out last season, not competing for a whole year. Now, now listen, listen. I understand these guys were grinding. They were working their asses off. They were focused. They weren't just sitting on their ass not playing football. I understand that. But, Meech, there's a huge, huge difference of practice and competing. Huge. And to not compete for a whole year and then come to the NFL, I feel like we're going to see a lot of busts. A lot. I don't know about you, but I personally think we're going to see a lot of busts. Well, there's always a lot of busts. No, no, I agree, but I think we're going to see more because of the opted out, opted out year. I think, I think we're going to see more. Not competing for a whole year, bro. Some guys like I don't Jamie think that matters. Some guys with Jamie Newman or Trey Lance going in with one season they started, one season of film. Dude, the whole point of being well, yeah, that's the concern about Trey Lance, dude. Like, what? I think he only played like he played seventeen games. He played, games. he played seventeen games, sixteen and one. Okay, year, and he played one fall game this past, and he's played one and where he threw a yeah. pick. Everyone talks about oh, he went a whole season without throwing an interception. Yeah, you're right, but then this year he threw a pick. I don't, dude. I mean, I really don't think that matters much because those guys are training. They're still, bro. But I, still dude, I'm telling you, like, but the the factor of competition is so different than practice, bro. So different. You can mimic it as close as you want and as similar as you want, but at the end of the day, practice and competition are not the same. There's different nerves. There's a different atmosphere. There's fans. You're playing. You make a bad throw in practice. All right, you do some up downs. You make a bad throw in a game. It's game. You know, like, it's different, bro. Your back's against the wall. Like, it's fight or flight right there. Like, it's they different. They played a season. Some of these guys didn't they, play a season they, last year. They opted yeah, out. Yeah, they missed some games. Not that many opted out, though. Like, who the fuck opted out that's good? A lot, bro. A lot opted out. A lot. Like, a majority it's of Same them. with NFL players. Like, C.J. Mosley opted out for the Jets. Yeah, but he's already playing in the NFL. It's different. These guys are going from college. How is that different? Bro. Because he's already he's already adapted to the pace. He already knows all this. These guys have went a whole year without playing football. It's not like they forgot, bro. It's like riding a bike. I don't know, man. That's where oh, our I forgot to play are. cornerback in six months. That's where our they're still fucking are. grinding. They're still in the weight room. They're still doing. No, drills. and I agree that I agree with that. But they're not competing. They're not in competition. Yeah, they are. It's different, bro. Okay, different. I I don't think it'll matter as much. At all, I don't think that's a problem at all. all right, so let's let's just get get back to the draft. One thing I like, a couple of things I like, I like the Jags getting ETN for for Lawrence. I like that a lot. Yeah, that pissed the me Iowa. off. Why? Because I wanted Trevor Lawrence because I'm a Jets fan. <laughs> they had to beat the fucking Rams. Yeah, Zach Wilson will be Zach Wilson will be straight though. I think I I I have confidence in Zach Wilson. I bet Trevor Lawrence chokes. I don't. I don't bet that at all. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think having ETN, uh, dude. Etn is nice, bro. Him and, and ETN, it's gonna make him comfortable. It's gonna make him more comfortable with Urban Meyer. Bro, they're really gonna I be a think, college team. I think business wise, they need to sign Tebow as tight end. Yeah, I'm not saying to play him. I'm not saying any of that. Put him on the practice squad. It doesn't matter. Tebow, 
Hebo tried out for the Jaguars at tight end right before the draft. Really? Yeah, yeah like the week, like a couple days before the draft. Like I want to say three, four days before the draft. What Tebow happened to his baseball end. career? He, I don't know. But listen, what I'm saying is if I'm Urban Meyer, okay, first of all, I hate Urban Meyer. I'm a, I'm a born and raised Florida State fan. I'm also a Wisconsin Badger fan. He coached oh, at US and Ohio State. State. I hate Urban Meyer. I'm not a fan of Urban Meyer. But what I would do if I'm Urban Meyer is I'm signing Tebow as a tight end. I'm not ever letting him play because I don't know how good he is. But his name on a Jags jersey brings everybody there. It builds your fan base back up. It builds that atmosphere. It gets people wanting to play in Jacksonville. It gets Trevor Lawrence more, more excited. makes him more comfortable. He can coach up Trevor Lawrence. I think I don't see any negatives to it. I think it's only positive. You don't even got to pay him a lot. He has money. Yeah, because I, I never knew Jags fans existed until I moved to Florida. And then they're all just a bunch of bum surfer dudes. That, yeah. Like, they're like, yeah, go yeah, Jaguars. They're all, they're all surfers or like fake redneck. Yep. Yeah, that's about but, it. And they all, they'd all prefer college football. So getting Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, and ETN on the Jaguars. And like, maybe Tim Tebow. That's a huge move. Like, it doesn't even matter if they win a game because it's Jacksonville. And they're all going to be there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's huge. Yeah, and they're, they're going to sell out. I'm telling you, you signed Tim Tebow. That's a game. That's a really big atmosphere change for that, for that team. One pick I, I oh, don't understand yeah. is why the Raiders got Leatherwood. The lineman. Yeah, I have no every every single person and their mother had him as a second or third round. They could have easily gotten him later, easily. Makes no who sense. Who else was there? Um, who got drafted after? You're saying, like, and yeah. that, as like a lineman. Yeah, who was he picked? Um, offensive tap Christian Dar- Darsaw from Virginia Tech. That's the only one I see in the first round. That he like I, what? What else do they need? They need to protect their car, bro. They need defense oh. too. Their defense was. Do you like Elijah Barrett Tucker? From their USC? defense was atrocious last year. And yeah, I am, dude, listen, listen. I am an unbelievably huge Sean Green fan. Grew up with his son Jason. Very good friends with them. Still hang out with them all the time. Been to the Gruden's house millions of times. Super good Shout friends with them. Jack. Want nothing but but for John to succeed and big and win friends of the Gruden's on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, huge Gruden fans. But their defense sucked straight up. But he drafted pretty damn good after that. You have four DBs. You have that safety from from TCU who freaking hits the hole, hits hard. And oh, they I know just you're got, talking about. Uh, I can't. I don't know the name. You might know the name, but they got the uh, defense coordinator that coached the Seahawks Legion of Boom defense. Not Greg Williams. No, no. Let me let me look this up. The Raiders defensive coordinator. Raiders D coordinator. They, wow, they, that's just a good their, they just fired their old one. Yeah, they got Gus Bradley. Oh, Gus Bradley, old Jags coach. Yeah, so so that's he's, gonna help them. They he's also coached got, fucking everywhere, Gus Bradley. Cardinals, I think. Chargers, dude. But listen, they also drafted pretty damn smart after Leatherwood. That's why I don't understand why they got Leatherwood first. So you got Alex Leatherwood first. All right, you know what? He might be he might be awesome. But dude, listen to the draft after that. They got Trevor Mohrig, Mohrig, whatever the name is, safety or TCU. Great pickup, first round talent in my opinion. Then they got okay. the defensive end from Buffalo, third round, Malcolm Kunsi, amazing. They got the the safety linebacker from Virginia Tech, Divine Dabalo. Safety from Missouri, corner from Illinois, and center from Pitt. That's not a bad draft. When you well, need a defense. That, that's a way to fix your defense. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a way sure. to do it for sure, 100%. They were 100%. terrible, dude. 
I remember, uh, dude, the game against the Jets, bro. They gave up like thirty-five points, yeah. but yet they beat the, the damn Jets. But yet they beat the Chiefs. <laughs> oh yeah, and the yeah. Saints. How long do you think John Gruden has to keep going eight and eight? I feel like he's but he's only done it two it? years. It's been two years. Yeah, but I feel like he's gonna keep going eight and eight and eight and eight and eight and eight. Like when do you fire John Gruden? I don't think you can. No, we don't talk. We don't. We don't do uh, John Gruden slander on this podcast. No John Gruden slander. Nah, I want that man to win a ship, bro. And Nelson Aguilar, wide receiver. I went to school with him at Berkeley Prep. I want them both to get rings. I like Vegas. I've always rocked with the Raiders. I definitely like they're in Vegas. I think. I think the best draft. uh, The best draft class of the draft, in my personal opinion, was the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers had a good draft. Dude, because Dude, this is I'm not even being biased. The Jets had a really good draft. No, Jets had a very good draft, yes. But this is the thing. Not I'm not – I'm in no way whatsoever a, a Chargers fan. Grew up – I have no association with them at all. But when they drafted Justin Herbert and they got rid of Phillip, they got a lot of backlash, people saying. Because, dude, honestly, in college, Herbert was hit or miss. He was in, He would beat teams like Wisconsin and then throw three picks yep. Yeah, but if you remember, like before this that season started, Herbert was like number one, touted the number no, one I agree. I quarterback. Agree. Got a and then of... his stock went down after his year. And then, like, it didn't really, like, he was kind of surprised, but like, it wasn't a surprise at the same time. Cause, yeah, but bro, got... he's like, a, he's like built in a lab, dude. He's almost bro, yeah, like four point one. Trevor Lawrence. Bro, he's a four point one chemical engineering student at Oregon. Yeah. That... I don't understand humans like that. What? Like, that kid is chemical genius. engineering. Yeah, something crazy like that. Some some sort of crazy engineering like that. Like, yeah, and you need to be a like, bro. That kid, you give him a playbook, he's gonna know it in an hour. Like, but the thing is, the thing about the thing I liked about that pick is they got so much backlash, and then he balled out rookie year. Balled out. I don't want to yeah, hear. Yeah, a- Justin Jefferson got robbed. No, 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 no. Justin Herbert deserved winning Offensive Rookie of the Year, 1,000%. 1,000%. Justin Herbert had a 4.01 GPA. He was a biology major and a TA for one of the toughest biology classes, Bio 212 Organisms, and came back to school his senior year to finish what he set to do when he was named starting quarterback as a freshman in 2016. Went to Rose Bowl and eventually four and eight freshman season. Ah, man, ah, good for you, Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, bro, is, is listen to how, how good their draft is. First pick, they get Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle of Northwestern. I don't know if you know much about him. He's nice. I know he, him. He yeah. shut down Chase Young. He's it's probably the best. He's yeah. gross. He's gross. All right. And he's Chase a Northwestern boy. The best pick. Yeah, Northwestern boy, another smarty, another, another smart guy. All right. I said that last week, Jason. Asante Samuel, who's genius pick because you already got Derwin James there. A little Florida State DBU action. Florida State always has great DBs. Let them play together. They're going to they're gonna perform. Once again, that doesn't matter. All right. Then they start giving him weapons. Josh Palmer, wide receiver, Tennessee. Trey McKinney, tight end, played at Florida State in Georgia. Another Tampa boy. Then they got another outside linebacker from Duke. And then they got running back from Missouri, offensive tackle from Nebraska. They, they, dude, they're doing it. They're, they, they drafted genius. They were like, we're going to ride Herbert. He's our guy. We're not looking for anyone else. Let's set him up for success. And that's what they're doing. Bro, they lost every single game but one by one score last season. Besides one game, they lost every single Dude, game. Dude, I love – they were uh, they were a great team to watch. Yeah. I watched a lot of their games. What are the Broncos doing? Yeah, I don't really know with that, man. 
don't really like Drew. I I like Drew Lock looked good like the first game of the season, and then I don't know. He's, yeah, uh, but they just got Teddy. Shot. They just got Teddy. They got Teddy. The Broncos got Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. I'm not trusting Teddy for shit. Yeah, you He's know what trash. Also, you know what also doesn't make sense to me is why the Bears get Justin Fields. Oh, they got, dude, they I just thought got, that was a great move. I, I thought that was a great move. Bro, they just got Andy Dolan, right? Yeah. Did Andy you see what he did on the Cowboys last year? Listen, 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 listen. Andy Dolan's not amazing. I'm not, I'm not agreeing. I'm not disagreeing with you. But he's a solid one-year guy to look for the next draft or a later round to get a quarterback. I wouldn't have wasted my first pick on on Dustin Fields. How you, who the fuck else are you going to take? You could have gotten Kyle Trask in the second round. Could have gotten Kellen Mond. Oh, yeah, but he's Kyle Trask is never going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I Maybe. completely disagree with you with that. He was garbage at Florida. He was, not, he was not garbage. He was a Heisman candidate, so he wasn't garbage. It's like Felipe Franks. No, like all those quarterbacks. Near nowhere, trash. Nowhere near that. Trash. Near that. And I'm a Florida State fan. I'm telling you this. He's nowhere so near watch. that. watch. I like Florida. And I know Kyle Trask no. is boo-boo trash. I think he's going to sit behind. I think he's going to sit behind Brady for two years, maybe three. Learn the system. Learn the ins and outs. Nip, nip in the butt the few things that, that he failed and didn't succeed with. You think Brady really has three more years, dude? Come on. Yeah. Come on. I do. I – I, I stopped watching Brady's Super Bowls, but I watched it this year because it was the Tampa Bay Bucks. Like, I didn't watch the Super Bowl for a long time because of Brady. Brady was in it. The Patriots. That's awesome. Patriots got Mac Jones. Yeah, I think that's – That's sketchy. That's ah, sketchy. See, see, look, if I'm 49ers, I'm getting Mac Jones over Trey Lance. I can't believe the Niners didn't take Mac Jones, yeah, but I do what? like – I would have. I like. I personally I like that, Mac I Jones better at the Patriots. But if I'm a coach or a GM, I and I'm San Francisco, I'm picking Mac Jones over Trey Lance. If I was San Francisco, I would have taken Justin Fields. No way, bro. No way, dude. Uh, like, Justin Fields. No, no, no. Just no, no. I'm, all right. So bro, if San Francisco, no, no, Leech, listen. If San Francisco, I got gets, something. All right, all right. Hold all right. on. This right. is what I don't understand. There's guys that excel in college, and then these analysts. Want to fucking pinpoint what they did wrong? Like, okay, uh, Deshaun Watson, for example, Patrick Mahomes, guys that go ham in college, and then they're like, oh, he did not, he doesn't have the arm strength, or he he doesn't have the, um, he can't uh, pick a second read. Like they're saying about Justin Fields, like, bro, look at what he did in college. What did Trey Lance do? He played thirteen games at North Dakota State. Let's be honest. No, I agree. Who are I you going to take just based off that? And then those guys that do excel in college, Lamar Jackson, another one who's slept on. They owe it. They, bro, it's the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, but bro, that's what I don't understand. I guarantee you, Justin bro. Fields is the third best quarterback. Justin, out of Fields, this Justin Fields is relies on his mobility too much. Nine fumbles in two seasons. That's horrible. No, he didn't. He only ran that's for like horrible. 10 touchdowns. That's horrible. He Nine threw fumbles in his in career. Two seasons. Nine fumbles. In two seasons. They could fix that, bro. They could so, fix that. And at the same time, on top of that, there aren't any Ohio State quarterbacks that even play in the NFL anymore. Why do you always They're make that all argument, bust. bro? It doesn't mean anything. They're all, all bust. Players, all different humans from They're different all states. bust, bro. And then on top of that, if you look at San Francisco, okay? No, no, no. I, I, let that I let you go. I let you go. Now you're going to let me go. 
Look at San Francisco. Yeah, they had a horrible year last year. They also had the most COVID and injuries out of any other team in the entire NFL. You get everyone back that's healthy, and you get everyone good, and you got your whole roster. That's an NFL roster right there, just missing a quarterback. I think you let Jimmy Garoppolo play, do his thing for his last year, let Mac Jones learn behind him. Jimmy goes, and then you have Mac Jones with a year under Garoppolo with an amazing team and in a beautiful system. Why did Mac see to Alabama? He was in a beautiful system. you got to keep him in a system. You can't get a guy that's not a system quarterback and put him in a system. It's not going to work. Look at Cam Newton. It's not going to work. Well, that's why Mac Jones on the Patriots is scary good. Yes, like, I agree, sketchy. but it also would have been scary good for the 49ers, but I think it's scarier under Belichick. But I'm saying if I'm the Niners, I'm seeing this, and I'm taking Mac Jones. I'm not taking Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance has more potential than Mac Jones. I agree. Mac Jones could be like a good system quarterback for the Patriots as long as Belichick. That's all they need, though. That's all they. They're not asking him to do anything he's not supposed to do. They're asking. Yeah, but then if they draft Mac Jones, that's just another Jimmy Garoppolo, basically another check down, dig and dunk guy. Bro, but with a team like like the Patriots, right? With that that has a system, you don't. They're not looking. They're not looking for the next paid man. They're not looking for the next pad. They just want a guy that's going to make the throws they need to make and that knows the system. They're not looking for you to, to save them. They're not looking to do anything crazy. They just want you to play your part. That's all you got to do. And if you they exactly it, why they got Mac Jones. Yeah, exactly. They're going to simple it down, dumb it down, calm him down, and then make him make easy plays. And he's going to be amazing. He's going to be great. I don't know about that. I sure as hell hope not. I think he's going to be great. I think I think they let Cam stay at, play another year. You got to. You got to give him one more year. Oh no, they'll they'll have Cam play two games. He'll get benched. I disagree. I think they'll give him a year, dude. He, he sucks. Bro, he sucked with a team that had so many injuries and COVID. He sucked out. on the Panthers the year before, bro. He was throwing shit in the dirt. I don't know, man. I think you give Cam one more year. Don't don't rush Mac. If you rush Mac, it's done. It's done. If they rush yeah, him, that ruins the whole point of getting him. He'll never make it through the year. He'll never make it through the year. I think he will. Thank you. Will. All right, you want to wrap this thing up? Yeah, that's all I got to say for now. Uh, see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning Episode in. Episode two next week. Uh, yeah, maybe a uh, surprise guest on next week. We'll maybe. see. Big maybe. Big strong, maybe. All right, yeah.